0: Well, welcome back to the fourth episode of This Week Online. My name is Prad and with me always is... Ah, right. Um. Yeah, sorry guys, Jacob's out for this one, but you've still got me, so it'll be a shorter episode and I'll be asking myself the questions, so it'll be a bit of a weirder one, but hopefully you guys can bear with it. So, Prad, what have you been following this week? Well, let me tell you, my friend, I started watching a car- an anime that's ongoing right now. It's called Ahiro no Sora. It's a basketball anime, which... No surprise, I'm going to be the one watching it. it. It doesn't let it lend itself to the super players that exist in something like Kodoko's Basketball, which I do really like, um, but prefer this for that reason. And although it does include quite a few of the usual tropes in an anime, like a crazy eater and one who's got and for a basketball or a sports anime, one who's got a difficulty that everyone thinks makes him useless on the court, but it turns out he's indispensable. And like, uh, yeah, you know, that's not the best way to advertise for an anime. Uh it's, it's hilarious. Uh, it's a great sports anime and I definitely recommend it. So if you have a chance, check it out. If you're not into anime, then oh well. Uh, definitely feels a little lonely to not have, uh, Jacob here, uh, to ask what he's been listening to this week, but that's all right. We'll move on. Uh, first thing on the list this week is a topic that I'm kind of interested in. It nicely tails off what I just talked about. Uh, it's sports, but in the online realm, it's, uh, Madden 21. Um, just released earlier this week and received the lowest user rating on Metacritic in use in history. Um honestly, that's an achievement. <laughs> Although it's an achievement on the level of, you know, YouTube Rewind being the worst like the most disliked uh video on YouTube. It's an achievement nonetheless. Um yeah, so they received a uh rating of 0.3 out of 10, a user rating. Um and from looking at the reviews and comments, it looks like a lot of people are really upset by the game. Literally being one of those, you know, hey, can I copy your homework? Sure, uh, just uh, change it a little so that it's not obvious. Except they don't change it, and the homework is their own game. Um, IGN gave the game a six out of ten. Gamespot gave it six out of ten, and TechRadar gave it three point five out of five. Uh, for a AAA game, that's really not good. I mean we've seen games that users don't like before right like uh but you know games that critics appreciate um most recent example i would say is last of us 2 i won't go into it too much um but it took some massive balls to make some of the decisions they did in that game and you know the critics were raving about the game several several of these you know gamer magazines and all of that gave it 10 out of 10 the average user rating was 6 out of 10 um And I mean, at the very least, you know that the story is creating conversation, because with about 35,000 positive reviews and 34,000 negative reviews, you know a game is at least creating conversation. Like, not everyone is happy by some of the decisions that they made in the game, but some people are, and so there's a lot of back and forth. So it's, it's a controversial one, but at least there are people who think it's positive. But Madden isn't. I, I look. I've never played um Madden. I I pref- prefer isn't really the right word. I've played NBA Two K a lot, um, but Madden introduced a uh, face of the franchise part to the game. It was essentially what NBA Two K has as uh, my career. You get to create your own character, play your own story, and I don't know if this has been in previous games, and I don't know how popular it is in uh Madden. Um, but it's not a good story either (laughs) um the story mode is you know filled with glitches and bugs and it doesn't really adapt to your performances how well you're doing it's just a set story and no matter how well you do it just seeks to frustrate you constantly and on the other hand the team and franchise side of the game you know the one where you get to play as a team control the entire team and you know strategize and all that it's entirely the same as previous years um apparently there's a few features that have been updated but that really just accounts to a game being a being a patch like at that point you may as well just release i mean obviously as a major company you want to release another game so that you get as much money as you can but at that like you're barely changing anything maybe it's a minor you know graphics update um there's um minor gameplay changes like apparently the defense is a bit more smooth but you may as well just release a patch at that point. Like, I've seen games like Warframe, which is free entirely, um, or, I don't know, freaking um, League of Legends even, right? Like, they ca- they introduce massive gameplay changes every year and throughout the year. And those are just patches. You only have to get the game once, and getting the game is free. Even if you look at something like, um, I don't know, uh. I can, I can list a couple of games, but I can list Monster Hunter, paid game, not an, not a, no competitive scene, I'll admit that, but it's, you know, it's a fairly large game, but they only release one every few years, and that game at least receives a couple of updates, which means that, you know, you're getting a game, and then you're getting a lot with the game, but comparing that to Madden, or even NBA 2K, which I could probably talk more about, um, they've just, they've barely changed anything, I mean, I, I, I'm going to get onto a bit, going to a bit of a, ta- go a bit of a tangent here because I'm very frustrated by how NBA 2K runs its operation. Um, but the problem with these sports games is that the gameplay changes are so fine. Like they'll say, "Oh, there was a massive bug in the last game, or there was a massive gameplay, I don't know, change that nobody liked." So in the next year's game, we don't have that anymore. Why do that when you can just say, okay, no one likes this feature, we're going to remove it or substitute it with something else. And then you have a game that people are like, oh, hey, they changed it, this game is now good, I'm going to play more of it. And the problem with NBA 2K, and perhaps that'll expand to Madden as they expand their game as well, is that they release a game that requires so much grinding in order to get okay, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and break down the entirety of how you get you get a good team and you get a good my player and all of that in NBA 2K. So you start the game, you create a you can start by creating a My Player. Uh you, you play My Career and you create your own character. There's a good there's a decent story. I will say I honestly enjoy the you know the kind of story they try to um they try to put into the game. In previous years, they tried to do a Spike Lee thing, which no one liked. Um, but this like the I played it a while back. My career is fun. It's fun at the end of the day because you get to create the character that you want to create, the, the player that you want to create, which is pretty good. But the problem is that in order to hype the game up, and a lot of games do this, I know, they give the ga- they give the uh, they give the game to some certain YouTubers like Chris Smoove or someone to uh play the game and release on youtube early so that people are like super hyped about the game but then what ends up happening is that they give these these youtubers the game but they give them a whole lot of vc you know in-game credits and with these in-game credits you can then upgrade your character to a you know insane level and then by the start of the game your character is already what other people take another you know half a season to get to and so, if you want to have a good experience in my career, you either have to buy one of the legendary editions or what are they whatever they call it uh, sorry i'm not i don't remember the legend edition or something like that to get you know a massive amount of credits when you start, and then you can upgrade your character and then you can play well in the game, and then you can it, it, it snowballs from there, like if you do well to start, you do well going forwards. If you don't do well to start, then you won't do well going forwards, and most people are going to start doing very, very poorly because that's just like not i don't think every uh, the majority of people are getting the legend edition it's 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 more expensive and you just get more vc but the problem there is that the vc that you get by playing this then translates over to other parts of the game there's a my team uh, well there's you know teams and all of that where you get to put together your own team of legends but in order to get those players you then have to do a whole um uh what call it it's the system where you get, you get packs and then you are open the packs and you may get something good, you may get something bad. There's a higher chance of getting something bad. But for the, for the YouTubers that get a lot of the credits and all of that stuff, they get to open a whole lot of packs. They get the good players really quickly. They then dominate the scene and then it's hard for anyone else to come up. And so anyone else watching these YouTubers play the game initially will see, wow, it's so much fun but they don't really show the truth of the game that it's it's super grindy unless you pay to win um because you can buy credits and then you can upgrade your characters a lot but you then have to um pay a lot of money to get uh, to upgrade your character or you just see before the game is released wow it's so much fun i'm gonna get the game and then you get the game and it's not that you start by missing loads of shots which no one sees um, you start by turning the ball over in every single possession, which no one sees because again, the the hype up trailers and all, the hype up gameplay, they get to spend the money they get to spend the credits on their ca- uh, characters, which makes them super powerful, which means that people who get the game are almost tricked to some extent into thinking that it's a lot easier than it seems. And that might just be a personal thing, which it, maybe it's not as bad as it sounds. I don't think I'm getting it through very well. But on the other side of it is... Um, they try to develop a competitive scene in this, and I again, I'm not sure how how deep the competitive scene for Madden is. It, maybe it's popular, maybe it's not. I've not heard much about it, but I do know that there is a competitive scene for NBA 2K, and um it's not good. Uh, the problem is that, again, they're releasing a game that has barely any changes every single year. The most that's changed is that they suddenly get to add a character that they did that they didn't have before, but We already have a solution for that. There's mods, there's, um, you know, well, yeah, there's mods, essentially. People get to download mods and get updated rosters using that. But instead they say, oh no, you have to get the new game in order to get the updated rosters. And then because they release a new game every single year, if someone wants to get into the competitive scene, they have to first get a previous game, get good at that, and then they get the new game. It's a lot of money eventually, you know, to keep up with it. And so for players who are already in the competitive scene there, it's super easy to stay in it cuz you get paid either way. But for people who are trying to get into it, it's hard to get a good team because it's hard to get packs, and then it's hard to get packs because it's hard to get credits. It's hard to get credits because it's hard to create a good character that gets you a lot of ca- uh, credits. It's a pretty bad cycle in my opinion, and this kind of thing, it affects most sports games, they're not changing much in in 2K, and I've said this so many times. You can just it, like give people a patch with updated rosters, and maybe start making minor gameplay changes in that. For example, in, I'm going to go super back, super old, NBA 2K10, back in the day, there was a simple um, exploit that you could use where you go in one direction, and then you change directions quickly, and you're already straight at the basket. Like, they can't, you, that is impossible to defend. And if people were happy about that, okay, but it's, a, it's an exploit at the end of the day. So, you can patch that, so that, there's, that people can't do that anymore, and then you, know, you have a clean game where there's another level of a layer of difficulty. But in the case where people are finding exploits and you're like, you know what? Oh well, we'll just sort that out next year. Well, that's a bit cheap. Like, you're, you're releasing a game which you know, has exploits in it, solve them, rather than just saying, oh no, if you want to f- get that fixed, you have to wait a year and then pay another 70, 80, 90 bucks for it. It doesn't seem right to me. Um, Jacob, what do you, oh, wait, sorry. Uh, he's not here. <laughs> um, I mean, look, um, I don't like the way that NBA 2K and these sports games are designed in the way that they, uh, force people to, it's it's essentially pay to win. Like there's really, really no opportunity for someone who doesn't want to pay to win to get, uh, get good at the game because the people who are already good at the game Get money, for, uh, get money for playing the game, they then get to put that money into the game. But people who are not good at the game have to put money into the game, and then they just have to either grind like crazy, or they have to put money into the game in order to get good at it. Which kind of denies new, new comp- uh, competition coming up. Um, you know, like, at the very least, something like League of Legends, it's free. So if someone new wants to get into the game and then want to, uh, ends up getting good at the game, they could they could be found, they can be found even if they don't have the money for it. You know, it seems like NBA 2K is a game where if you want to be known for being good at it, you have to put the money into it, which I don't like. That's, that's my issue with uh, NBA 2K. And I think that's honestly what's going to hold back sports games for a long time um, is the fact that, you know, they, they show one side of the game, which everyone seems to like. But then they don't, sh- they, they, they make the game harder than it really is. They, they make the game harder than they show it to be. Like, if you tell people, no, you have to put in the effort to get, a, get the result, sure. If you at least give an opportunity for people who don't want to put in the money I- into it to get into the competitive scene for it, sure. But it's really, really hard. I don't like it. Um, if Again, but I don't know how it is with Madden. I'm t- I've talked a lot about NBA 2K. So, if you guys have any thoughts about how um what what the issues with Madden are, if you bought the game, let me know what you think about that. Does it deserve zero point three out of ten, really, or is it just people immediately reacting to it? Um, and I guess if if you think that there are issues to fix, what would you say they should fix, and how do you think they should go about it? If you have any of those? Let me know in the comments down below um but from there we are moving on to the next story and that is um travis scott now look i don't listen to any of his music i don't listen to that sort of music i knew almost nothing about travis scott until i started reaching him uh, researching him for this piece um but he's making headlines um this is a guy that has done a whole lot of collabs before like hot wheels nike babes saint laurent um the astros and the rockets you know the the houston astros and the houston rockets and most popularly most recently fortnite um in the online concert. and you know while i'm here I'll, i'll i'll make a quick note um i didn't watch it live but i think an online concert like that is so much better than anything that any of the celebrities are doing right now since you know since the pandemic hit like live streams chore and you know the artist's trying to, you know, perform from home and make it look like like they're one of us. Sure, that's nice, but having your favorite rapper appear in front of you, seeing all that happen, you know, you're you're in the game. It's like you're almost in a concert, and he just appears in a massive figure and starts going off. Like that's so much better than just being another viewer on some singer's live stream on YouTube. I feel like, and I'll, I'll touch on this on this later. I reckon. But I feel like more artists need to get onto that. Like that's so good. Um, but uh, Travis Scott has now uh, collaborated with McDonald's. Um, he's made he's uh, started a collaboration, and he's he's selling a whole lot of stuff. I mean, this guy is selling, well, obviously, you know, the the common thing to sell is a whole lot of t-shirts, um jumpers, and things like that. But there's also a you know a couple of caps. There's a pair of house slippers, a keychain. Uh, I'm just looking at the list right now. That's why I can't. My face is off. But uh, I mean, he's selling a basketball. He's selling a sticker. He's selling a rug. He's selling a menu rug. He's selling jerseys and shorts. He's selling a tie. Um, he's he's selling a <laughs> he's selling an action figure from his you know previous showings. An action figure life size cutout. Like this man is is going all in. There is a nugget body pillow. Like. I'm, I'm a vegetarian and I want to get that. (laughs) Um, and obviously the other part of it is that he has his own custom meal. Now I will touch on this, the meal itself. And I think this is a common thing. Um, it looks extremely ordinary, like the burger, the drink, fries, these are all really normal. And even inside the, the burger, it's nothing special. I think it's just a major part of it. <laughs> it ends up being the receipt. Like, you know, it'll say the Travis Scott. And, you know, but at that point, I could just print out a sheet and say, I got it. But, you know, it's for the moment. Now, look, e-commerce is going big right now, especially with everyone forced to move their businesses online. The only way to support your favorite people up is online. And in that, I reckon Travis Scott, he's made a move that's honestly on the level of the drop system of brands like Supreme that, you know, they put something out that's extremely limited edition and people buy it for the cultural moment of having it and being there, having been there for it. And then, you know, everyone profits because the people who bought this stuff have the choice now to either resell the stuff for, you know, massive, more, many times the original price or they can keep it and say, dude, memorabilia, like no one else is ever going to be able to get this. Um, we've seen a whole lot of people cashing in on this announcement as well. Uh, the report of the week uh lancy Thur uh thir- yeah lancy 30 acre, 30 acre uh and several members of phase um and a whole lot of others have been doing the whole try the new Mac's meal type videos and you know i myself probably won't be cashing in on this i'm not I'm, I'm in australia for one thing so i don't think it's available here but also i probably won't be getting any of the merch anywhere uh, anyway but the fact that um this man has been putting in so much in the online scene right now like it does, again, that his, his online concert and everything he's been doing this year, honestly, has been perfect for the scene, for the scene that we're in right now. The, the whole Fortnite thing, um, there was actually another artist, one of the biggest artists in Japan, who I personally like quite a lot, a guy named Yonez Kinsi, uh, performed his latest set of songs in another Fortnite performance. And since then, he's also released a custom clothing line. So, honestly, you know, with, with all of this giving him so much popularity, like, I'm I I'm looking at this stuff right now. A whole lot of it is already sold out. I the, the body pillow is sold out, the action figure is sold out, there's a lunch tray that's sold out, the jerseys are sold out, the rugs are all sold out, the pants, uh the j- shorts, the jumpers. Wait, I think it's all sold out. No, there's a couple of items left, like the, the caps, the shoes, the jumpers, a couple of the shirts as well. But like you see that all of these all of these limited edition type drops get so much attention because if you don't get them now, you can't get them ever again. Like this is a moment that's happening right now in history, and if you don't get a cash in on it, you missed out. It's it's like if you don't post about going to the gym, then did you ever really go? It's and if, if you didn't if someone didn't see it, then they never know. And if this is what's going to continue, I mean more well, yeah, more people we don't know how much longer this uh pandemic is going to continue, but I feel like more people should be cashing in on the online gaming scene or like at least the online world in order to get themselves more out there because if they y- y- we've seen Yonez Kenshi like obviously he's blo- he blew up way before this, but his concert was massive in in his Fortnite concert. It was pretty big. Um obviously, you know, only Japanese People who are fans of Japanese music, which are com- comparatively few compared to Western and Korean music, um but he blew up a fair bit. He's already he was already pretty massive, but you know he 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 became pretty popular off of that. Obviously, Travis Scott, you know, tons of people were sharing that video around as soon as it came out. You have to imagine that this surely does start inspiring people to you know put some ca- put some money into you know similar things into and bringing an even light a greater light to uh online gaming. So honestly it's really interesting to see where this goes. I mean, like I said, half the store half the stuff that he put out is already sold out. It Look, if you do plan on buying any of the stuff that's available here, um let me know. I would genuinely be interested in, you know, having a discussion about that because like how how i guess you are a part of history at that point like you got something that will never you got to experience and be part of and you know purchase something that you know no one else will be able to get that ever get their hands on so i guess how do you feel about that do, do should should more artists do what Travis Scott is doing and you know put more money into the online scene or um into places that will be more public uh should more people start releasing more silly things so that people can uh, get closer to them in a sense or show their fandom in a way that other people won't be able to. Anyway let me know. Um but third story of the week. It's uh that thing that you know as soon as it uh, until it happens everyone's paying attention but as soon as it's finished no one cares. It's not The Bachelor. It's the Oscars. Uh they recently released a uh excuse me a set of guidelines so to say. Um Let's see, they essentially said uh, you have to have certain, you have to fulfill certain parameters within, your, within the movies that you're released to be qualified for uh, best picture. Um, one of them is on-screen representation, themes and narratives, uh, creative leadership and project team. Um, all of these have to essentially have uh, a certain level of inclusion and representation within them, the industry access. And opportunities and audience development so yeah the movies in order to uh be eligible for best picture consideration these um for the this is only going to take place uh, like start up in 2024 a film must meet two out of four of these standards and essentially there's been a, a whole lot of takes oops there's been a whole lot of takes around this um on one side there's a lot of people who are saying you know, this is good. It's good to see that they're trying to essentially say, "No, you can't make an ent- the the Oscars can't remain white. You have to have more people from different cultures getting represent uh, represented in these." Um. But on the other side, there's a lot of people who are saying, uh, no, this is either you cowtowing to you know people to woke woke culture." Uh, and it should just be a good movie gets shown for being a good movie, rather than you know, filling a certain criteria. Um, now, this also I think to me there's two sides of it. Um, I would like to ask Jacob how what he thinks about this because he's always good on this kind of stuff. But uh, it's to me there's there's two parts to it. Number one is that. Um, does it really contribute to, uh, to representation? Is it just a set of changes to publicize the Oscars and make them look good? Because the last four, uh, no, the, well, the last few Oscar winners would not have been affected by these changes. Um, I don't know whether these will actually have any impact on which of the big movies that are made actually win anything, because, you know massive company let's say netflix right they can just hire you know two interns and say yeah we we have um two two people who are gay and he, he's he's um he, he's uh he's trans and you know they, they've they done that they're done they're done they don't need any more they can just say you know w- we have our representation we have our inclusion that's one done and then on screen oh there, there was a um Look and look, there, there are that there, there's more details to this. Obviously, they can't they can't just have you know two people in the supporting cast or you know hiding in the background, walking around in the foot on the footpaths to say that they fulfilled everything. No, they can't do that. But they it, it does feel like a low bar. It does feel like a low bar because major movies have like. <laughs> when you watch one of the Marvel movies, obviously these days for the Marvel movies, everyone knows that you have to stay after the credits to, to see the after-credit scene. But there are so many names in those. There are so many contributors. They could just have like three interns in in like each in each um sector and say, "Yep, we're done." But then the interns just end up going to get them coffee every now and then, right? Like, it feels like it's super easy. To reach this required quota, and on the other hand, if there's smaller movies or smaller like companies that are making these movies, maybe they don't have the money to hire enough people to fill the diversity diversity requirements. Like, well, I don't. I feel like this this is essentially saying, hey, big moving companies, remember to show us that you are, you know, show everyone that you are good companies, and people should like you, and other companies. Um, sorry. I I don't like it. I feel like if you do want to, well, for one thing, we've seen again. We've seen representation. We have seen representation. Like if I I'm just gonna search up right now. Who won the Oscars last year? Um, Regina King, Bohemian Rhapsody. There's there's uh, Black Panther. Like, so many of these are already what we wanted, aren't they? already we're getting what we what people like the representation that people wanted the Oscars aren't exactly white anymore and maybe if you wanted to be more specific with the other awards because I feel like I feel like the last few uh Oscars maybe the first award was not exactly it, but after that uh, sorry the first award you know the 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 best picture maybe that 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 you know acknowledged other races other other cultures but then you look at the rest of the awards and they are all white um best picture last year was the korean movie parasite there you go it 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 fulfills the requirements but then you look at the other awards and you see uh Joaquin Phoenix uh Brad Pitt Renee Zellweger Laura Dern like those are the areas that they need to hone that the Oscars need to hone in on and say, "No, in order to be eligible for these, you need to have certain requirements or something like that, but best picture hasn't it hasn't been you know very you know t- tied down in race, I feel like um so, I feel like this change really just affects any smaller movie makers who you know, try to put out, put out a product and, you know, end up just, you know, maybe they didn't have the money to hire enough, you know, my, um, you know, um, minor, ethnic, uh, I can't remember the words right now. Um, ethnic minority groups. That's it. Oh my goodness. Uh, my words are off today. This is what happens when Jacob leaves me alone. Jacob, you should feel really bad about yourself. Um, but. Like, it, it, it hurts the smaller creators. It doesn't hurt the bigger ones. I feel like it doesn't do that. Um, it, it doesn't, and it's, it's affecting the wrong award. Because, again, the last few winners of, the, of, winners of Best Picture would not have been affected by this. And, we, again, Best Picture, especially. Parasite, the year before that. Black Panther. What, what do you want? What do you want? I, even the directing was um, the, the director of Paraset, and I'm not going to say his name because I'll probably say it wrong. Um, but, I mean, I feel like this, this doesn't do... what Maybe it doesn't have the um, intended uh, change, the intended effect. But if it has some, uh, some positive effect, that's good. It's somewhere to start. At the end of the day, you can change things, you have to see how they work, and then you can change them off of that. Like, 2k they should see that their game is broken release a patch and fix it because clearly they're not doing that um and i guess you can't really patch the oscars while you start once you've started them but you can see okay hey the statistics show that this was positive effect or this had a negative effect we should change it so uh at the end of the day again it's a change maybe it'll uh, maybe it'll have some effect maybe it won't i'm looking forward to see if it does do anything, but. Uh, I don't really pay attention to the Oscars because who really cares at the end of the day. If I get to watch a good movie, then I'll watch a good movie. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. And unfortunately, that's all the stories I have for you guys today. Uh, maybe if Jacob was here and I'm not going to blame him, the man needs his rest. Uh, it would have been twice the conversation, uh, twice the discussion, and we would have gone for the usual time, But this will end up being a bit of a, like I said, a bit of a shorter episode. Um, but again, if you have any thoughts about the stories that I've covered over this episode, let me know in the comments below or just send us an email. Um, it our our contact details are always available. Hit me up on Instagram, hit Jacob up on Instagram, anywhere you want. And with that, that brings us to the end of, of uh, that brings us to the end of the uh, end of another episode. So Thank you for listening to This Week Online. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on YouTube, and we'll see you next week.